Good morning. Good Erev Shabbos. I'm super excited, super hyper to be here. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Shabbos Nachamu. Woohoo. Very exciting. I've got my 20th wedding anniversary coming up on Tuba Av. So excited about that. Where did the last 20 years go by? It's very nice. You know, when you're having a good time, life flies by. So uh, thank you, Tzvi Nachman, for the best 20 years of my life. So uh, I'm, I'm back from camp uh, to do this show. Uh, I've got a, one week left in Camp Dina. I'm a bit sad. It's my final year. I have been running the Culinary Arts Program uh, in Camp Dina for the last seven summers. I started off there uh, when I was sending my third daughter to camp. And now uh, she is... Uh, she was in the youngest bunk, bunk bet or bunk base, otherwise known as. Um, yeah, and now she's a TC. She's gone right through camp. My big kids went right through Camp Dina. So this is my, what I call my swan song in Camp Dina. So I've actually had a blast because um, I'm about all the food all the time, even in camp with my kids. Um, I'm, I just want a little bio about me. I love food, as you all know. Um, I love to shop for it, cook for it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a personal chef. Um, my business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I love giving cooking classes. I cater for people for Shabbat, for Yom Tov, for Pesach, small parties. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can call me and I'll cook it for you. I hope that you will tune in every week and listen to my cooking adventures, kosher food traveling, traveling, sharing great food ideas and great new recipes each week. Um, and I want to hear about your food, ex- food experiences as well. Uh, feel free to email me, naomi at nachumsegel.com. You can join my fan page on Facebook, The Aussie Gourmet. You can follow me on Instagram. I've been posting uh, pictures of uh, some of the items we've, food items we've been preparing in Camp Dina. Uh, Twitter, you can join my newsletter through my website, theaussiegourmet.com. And today I am joined in the studio by my engineer, David Netkin, who keeps my show running smoothly. And uh, I have some fabulous guests here. So let's uh, make this a conversation. If you have anything you want to share with me, an ingredient you want me to research, uh, if you eat it, then share it with me, you know. If you make it, share it with me. I love to hear from you. I've been on hiatus for the last three weeks. Um, You know, during the three weeks, I guess, we took off. uh, This studio has not been having uh, current, uh, I don't know, uh, programming. Thank you there, David. Um, so I am, I'm back. I'm so hyper to be in this seat. Maybe I had a little too much Starbucks coffee this morning. You know, came back from camp late last night so I could um, be here in time for the show and then I'll go back uh, to camp in time for Shabbos. So, you know, it was, it's was. it been a really busy month uh, in camp. I just, you know, want to share a few things that we've made. Uh, we made pizza and everything's made from scratch. Like I show the girls how to like measure flour, you know, you scoop the cup and then you swipe it over, you don't pack it in, just so they should learn some really good skills for the rest of their lives. We've done pizza, cupcakes, by the way, it was 1,400 cupcakes that we made, uh, zebra cookies. The kids make fun of me that I say zebra. That's one word I have not changed over to zebra. So it's zebra cookies, and they all told their parents on visiting day, zebra cookies. So uh, they thought I was quite funny. They Actually, most of the kids there think I've come from Australia to work in Camp Dina. I have to convince them I'm actually American, even though I don't sound it. We made Oreo, uh, sorry, donuts with an Oreo center, apple pies for July 4th. Every Friday we make challah. And I have a new recipe I developed, um, popcorn chocolate chip biscotti. Really good. You know how popcorn's like really in right now and flavoring your own popcorn? So I actually taught, my friend, my friend taught me how to make popcorn uh, the other day and uh, from scratch. Like you put oil in the pot, none of this microwave stuff. So I... Uh, Poured the oil in, poured some popcorn in, you know, made a bit of a mess. And I got fabulous fresh popcorn. And then the kids put that inside with chocolate chips into a biscotti recipe. It was absolutely fabulous. So I'm going to finish developing that recipe with the kids at camp. And then I'll be able to share that with you uh, uh, on the uh, on my blog or on my website or uh, anywhere uh, in the newspapers that I write for as well. So we'll get, we'll get that out to you. Um, so... Next week, I will actually be on hiatus again because um, Mark Zomick, he is a host of the stunt show, is going to be doing the stunt show live in Orlando for the um, special edition of uh, the uh, Yeshiva University Champions Gate Leadership Conference in Orlando. Um, so he's going to be doing my doing his show um, in my spot, I guess, next week. Uh, 
Yeah, right. So um, he's going to be there at, at 9 Eastern Standard Time doing uh, the, uh, uh, the stun show. Um, but I believe there's also going to be a Cholent cook-off there as well. So I want to hear more about that when we come back. Uh, when we're back in session, we're going to hear a little bit more about that because I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, we had Daniel Gordon, who was one of, one of the uh, original um, competitors in that and one of the winners. So he's going to fill us in on how that went and, and, and uh, if he was going to compete. So we look forward to hearing from that. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to Rachel Anatovsky from New Jersey. She's one of our listeners. She actually came over to me on visiting day in Camp Dina. And she told me she listens to my show every week while she cooks. That's what I kind of imagine people are doing while I'm sitting here at 9 o'clock in the morning in the studio. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you, everyone, for listening while they cook and prepare for Shabbos. I feel like I get to be part of your Shabbat preparations as well. Um, so I've got in my studio two amazing guests. And we're also going to hear from David Wallace from Eddie's Travelers live from Israel. So that's pretty cool. Um so he runs Eddie's Travelers, and he's got some exciting summer uh, Rosh Hashanah and then winter break programs to share with us. So that's, I thought that was cool. Um, so I have in my guest in the studio, Shifra Klein, editor-in-chief, I could say. Yeah. <laughs> She's laughing, right? Editor-in-chief yeah. of uh, Joy of Kosher. And I've got uh, Hannah Krauss from Kosher Bites, and she's going to uh, – right? Pure Bites. Pure Bites. Oh, my gosh. Pure Bites. I'm so sorry. Uh, Pure Bites. And she's going to join us also uh, in the show. So uh, we're very excited. We get to Shabbos Nachamu. We're going to fire up the grills, and we're going to hear about from Shifra all about the hamburgers that are in very uh, prominently featured in this gorgeous edition of Joy of Kosher. Welcome, Shifra Klein. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I repeat, I repeat uh, guest here. We oh, yeah. love having you on. <laughs> Shifra and I were together, was it about a month ago, on yeah. the stunt show cook-off? It was too fun. Yeah, I, I see that it got a mention. <laughs> yeah, we even wrote about it because there's so many different kosher cooking competitions happening recently, and um, there's even some taking place in the coming months. So we wrote about that as well. Yeah, so what's coming up next? So there's a few uh, kosher cooking, uh, kosher barbecue competitions right. coming up um, big in fan. Kansas and Memphis, all over the United States. I know, it's crazy yeah, how it's even the awesome. kosher market you know, demanded this exactly. kind of thing. Really exactly. demanded. I'm not saying request, demanded it. Yeah, to keep people up. are interested in it, and it's just really exciting. And I've spoken about it for the last few months, you know, all the barbecue stuff that's yeah. going on. You know, Ari, we, I also Ari, saw you Ari at the kosher in at Long Island, the at Long the kosher Island. barbecue that competition a, that there. That was amazing. I've spent weeks talking about yeah. it, and I could spend weeks <laughs> talking more about it. It was crazy. Um, I actually had on Mendel Siegel. He runs the one out in Kansas. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to go to that one so bad. I know, if only... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. There were no. It's it's um, cheaper to go to Florida than to Kansas, so they don't yeah. have as many specials on on price tickets. But we did. You know, it's not crazy, so you can try to fly out there for the weekend with a family. Right. Um, if you do want to uh, check out the barbecue festival over there and yeah, see a different cool. Jewish community, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about burgers, man. Burgers are like <laughs> almost on the front page. How how to make the perfect yes. burger? So we had uh, Laura Frankel, who is a real um, I would say a real culinary genius. Um, and she wrote her tips about it. Um, and then we had uh, Devorah Backman, who interviewed many chefs. And they okay. each gave their input. And it's fascinating to see, you know, the different tips from chefs who cook amazing burgers. I mean, if you go to restaurants throughout the United States and you have a burger, you're like, oh, my gosh, I really want to make this at home. So this is your guide. It tells you exactly what you have to do to create that perfect, perfect burger. Okay, I see you have tips from, like, Mike Gershkowitz. Yeah. He, he owns Mike's Bistro. So exactly. She went to the top. And he owns Amsterdam Burger. Is Ant? Yeah. I didn't know that. Now there's so, news, everyone. And they really make good burgers. Oh, my God. I cannot. So I we really went to the that. Burger Master. We spoke to the chef at Wolf and Lamb. Um, and then, you know, we just had the whole science behind the burger, the, you know, how a burger heats up. And um, it was really exciting. And ironically, for those of you in your kitchens, um, making a perfect burger is actually even easier in your kitchen than on the grill. Really? Many what, of our, what, many what of the chefs. Mean? What does that mean? Like make it on a grill, on like a grill on a pan. cast iron skillet, there or if you, you have, cast yeah, iron cast iron skillet is the best. Where, where can one pick up a cast iron skillet? It sounds like a bit of a specialty item at, at Bed Bath and Beyond. You can or pick local it up anywhere, like literally Walmart, store. Target. Walmart. It's okay. like fifteen twenty dollars. It's one of those pots that like is amazing to have in your kitchen. And in fact, now that you're bringing it up, we are doing in the upcoming months. We're doing um, 
sort of a tutorial on pots and pans. Oh, that's what, really yeah, interesting. What pots to use for what? Um, so in our upcoming fall issue, we're doing copper pots and um, and uh, terracotta. And pots. you're going to talk about how to clean them also. So how to clean them, how to take care of them, what they're good for. I have a copper bottom pot, yeah. and I think you clean it with vinegar. There, there are special ways of cleaning it. So we're in our winter issue. We're thinking way ahead of time, but in our winter issue, <laughs> we're okay. going I'm to be doing. I'm always thinking about winter break vacation. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be doing cast iron. So it's a real amazing guide to like, you know, is cast how to cook. iron. It sounds expensive. I know no, it's, it's heavy. No, it's Physically, very cheap. It's, a heavy pot. it's one of the cheapest pots, and it's one of the most versatile pots. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty what cool. yeah. makes you guys the experts and yes. why we should pick up this magazine. <laughs> so I'm just looking at how to make the perfect burger, and they're actually showing you you can even mince your own. So Laura recommends, she says, it's best to buy special cuts that really are perfect for burgers. So like, instead of like going what? to, What's instead of, cut? so instead of just going to your local butcher store and just picking up what they ground up together, you make your own mix of what you think works best. And that's what a lot of restaurants do. They'll take like half short rib, half brisket, and then they grind it up together. A brisket? Part of the, I'm just oh giving, I, I yeah, threw that yeah, out. Yeah, a but, um, or, or so whatever, you know, different chefs recommend different things. Or like a beef chuck. So beef chuck is perfect because it has a lot of marbling and it has a lot of, and breaking it down works really well. Now, if you don't want to do it yourself, you could go to your local butcher, butcher shop and ask them to do it on the spot for you. Well, and it probably nice. won't know, cost I, more. I know Gourmet Glot does Gourmet Glot do will, do will do it. Yeah, most, most, today, most kosher establishments would have no problem doing it for you. Right. They charge Call before. Right. It might not even be more expensive than a ground meat. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. usually quite happy to do it for yeah. you. And they also learn, wow, that's a cool taste. And it's fresher. It tastes better. The meat has better texture when you break it down fresh. Oh, that's really yeah. interesting. So meat that's been sitting there like, probably not more than two or three days probably breaks down a yeah. faster than. Yeah, than and one of the tips of making a great burger is not, is not to overhandle it. Right, like when yeah. you make a batter for cupcakes. Exactly. And I tell the girls in camp, stop kneading the dough. Once you <laughs> form that dough ball, leave it alone. Exactly. Don't poke it, don't prod it, because you're ruining, you know, the natural science of the food. Yeah, for sure. And we have veggie burgers, and I have to say those veggie burgers were amazing, and really? they were not that hard to make. I have to say, like, we really enjoyed it. It was so, awesome. You know, even though the nine days is behind us. That's right. No, I mean, there's always people who veggie enjoy. Burgers, yeah. You've got tons of vegetarians, or people that are, I call them weekday vegetarians and they're carnivores on shop. It's like yeah. a big healthy way to go now. I've seen that in a lot of, you know, the non-kosher magazines right. also. I mean, my son just declared himself a vegetarian. He's six and he hates chicken and meat. So he said oh, he's really? a vegetarian. Yeah. Coming from you guys? It's okay. Ari's, Ari White's wife is a vegetarian. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very nice. You know, the picture, there's a picture. I've just got to say, I'm flipping through the magazine, page 34. I actually got this up in camp. My magazine oh, wow. came okay. to me in camp. Yeah. I changed my mail to come in camp. And, I, and when I saw it came that day, my mailbox, I'm like, I got the joy of kosher. And I knew you were coming into the studio. And uh, I, I mean, I, I got it at the beginning of camp. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I knew you were coming in. Um, and on page 34, I don't know who that is. <laughs> there's a guy holding a hamburger. It's dripping in sauce and co- like coleslaw. On, it's it's the perfect on, burger. On yeah. a whole grain bun. This juicy burger, my mouth is like watering just looking looking at this picture. And he's about to bite it. Yes, we had local people in our community come try the burger. And so we took pictures of it. It was a lot of fun. I love it. If you look that. at the table of contents, we also have somebody else eating the burger. We just had a lot of fun with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, see you, I see you. I see you. It's right here. Very cool. Um, and I see you've got a bottle of Coke with it because there's nothing like having soda. Yeah. I know. I'm so bad. A cold, I know. A cold Coke or cold Pepsi, whatever you're... Ironically, whatever. it's paired with a veggie burger, but... Yeah, right? <laughs> you need, what, seltzer with that? No, why not? Have you, have a bottle of Coke. I like soda yeah. going down with my barbecue food. You've got some really cool things. To, you know, you've got how to make an aioli. Aioli is a kind yeah, of... your like own mayo. Mayo. You know, you make your own. Just, it's like, you know, take seconds. Lime ginger. That really gives it a kick. Mm-hmm. I always like coleslaw on my burger. That's, you know, coleslaw, I've spoken with many people about it. Um, coleslaw on a burger in ha- it's the or on a barbecue, on a hot dog, a grilled chicken cutlet in a burger, fun, grilled chicken cutlet, a cool, ma- a cool mayo, some pickles, and some coleslaw. <laughs> we're getting hungry here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're always hungry. <laughs> no, the crunch of the, yeah, the crunch of the coleslaw just takes it over the and top, the for sure. So yeah. I always feel like it elevates sure. my food. Totally. Even, even just a piece of fish. Yeah. And I have to say that using fresh cabbage is, like, so important. Right. So I have to say, it's like my... Real tip for everyone out there. I don't like the packaged stuff. 
Okay. So no offense. Yeah, it's okay. We love we love the package stuff. No, no, no. The package shredded. Yeah, the right, shredded cabbage. We love the convenience, and sometimes it's you a just, tip. I'm giving a tip. It's a tip, and yeah. you can use it in a stir fry. You can use it. You know, it's always right, good to right, have right. in no, the house. But there's nothing like fresh. Like That's what I'm ch- saying. Chucking up your own hamburger, fresh. Right. Chucking up your own, you know, coleslaw, and you know, it's so much cheaper to make your own. Put the cabbage. You've got a food processor. Yeah. Quarter up a cabbage, put it through the food processor. It takes a second. You'll ask your own rabbi how to check and all that. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> you ask your rabbi. I've asked mine. I know what I do for me, and I'm sure Shifra knows what she does for herself. You ask your own rabbi, but there is nothing like anything fresh. So um, I saw, like, also, like, the Caribbean stuff. Uh, do, am I saying it right? I hope so. I Caribbean. I, you guys say Caribbean. Caribbean. Oh, Caribbean. I'm sorry. I can't, that's one of the other things I just So my husband's change. South African, so I've come to accept accents. Oh, so right. like, yeah, I don't blink twice. Notice. I'm not like Do you notice that I said zebra cookies? I did notice. Right. So, But like, I'm not going to, it's not something I would even bring right, up. Right. You don't. I'm used you to don't, it. You don't, you, right. Like, <laughs> my husband will actually say things Australian. Like he'll say, oh, that's so funny. It's in the lounge room. I'm like, <laughs> honey, you know, you know, you just said lounge room, not den. <laughs> that's funny. So, um. Let's talk about... Um, well, talking about your 20-year wedding anniversary, yeah. I guess that's what happens after 20 years. 20 yeah, years. Yeah. You become each other. <laughs> exactly. Cool. But I still have a really thick Australian ac- accent. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't He go doesn't away. have any. But my little five-year-old last night um, said something that she was... She goes, we came back from camp, you know, it was, it was late, I said earlier on the show, and she goes, Mommy, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, she sounds Australian. That was the first word out of any of my kids that have actually sounded Australian at the age of five. So I thought that was... Quite funny. Um, so let's talk about the Caribbean. Caribbean. We accept your accent. Okay, great, okay. cool. And I, hopefully my <laughs> listeners don't mind that I have this Australian accent. <laughs> okay, so um, everything Caribbean and um, talk to me. Who got to go out and check this all out? So uh, we had a writer. I mean, we wish that we could hop from island to island. Mm. That didn't work out. One you know, day. I'm coming with you, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it'll be for Joy sure. of Kosher, Table for Two, checks out the Caribbean island. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so um, it was just amazing to see. So we were inspired to do, like, for grilling, we wanted to take on a certain type of flavor profile just to make it unique and exciting. It's not exotic ingredients, but it just takes it to a whole other level. And so together with it, we thought, why not show people how traveling to the Caribbean and how easy, not easy, but how approachable it could be for a kosher consumer. And we were even surprised to see how the islands that we featured really have a lot to offer the kosher consumer. Like you could go to the Puerto Rico, you could go to the Dominican Republic, the Virgin Islands, and you can get yourself fully catered kosher meals um, if you call in advance. And we have all the information there. It was pretty interesting to see. Right. That's very nice. Yeah, and it's it's, amazing. Is it, it's like all year round, right? All year round. It's not just in the summer or and, around and Pesach sure or whatever. Chabad, and there's, Chabad. yeah, so... Most of the places we featured were Chabad. You know, right. they are everywhere. And so Yay. there's shuls and, and mikvahs and, and kosher and everything. It's amazing. That's, that's yeah. fantastic. And I think that, you know, you, you've only you've, you've shown us how to go there and how yeah. to hear from you there. But you've also brought a little bit of the kitchen. Exactly. Caribbean exactly. kitchen into. Right. And know, so a lot of our readers who even don't love to cook, they, they're so excited to get the magazine because you have this resource of travel and kosher. That takes it beyond just cooking, you know? Um, yeah, so we had actually something really exciting that we did was, you know, uh, we were reading up on Caribbean cuisine, and we saw that a lot of food is wrapped in banana leaves. Yeah. So uh, we were I'm like, okay, trying. we want to do that, but we couldn't find banana leaves. It wasn't so easy to find. What, what do you mean by banana The it, tree, the leaves that come from a banana tree. I mix it up with a peel. No, not the peel. Not the peel. Explain, explain so it a little bit more, because I know what it is. My parents had a banana oh, tree in Oh, okay, so you know what it is. It's like these huge, thick leaves from a banana tree and it's great to seal in flavor and moisture so we wanted to do something like that but we couldn't get a hold of banana leaves so easily and we wanted to do something that is easy for the kosher consumer for everyone at home so the actually um the guy called at my local um produce store um his name is shmoli bremel and i was speaking to him and i said could i get banana leaves and he said no he said how about using the husks of corn So it was his idea. And so I was like, that's amazing. So we took the husks of corn, soaked it in water, and then we wrapped fish in it with some type of marinade. And it was incredible. It was a really easy way of grilling fish and keeping the moisture in. And um, it was just fun and exciting. You get that slight corn flavor, but not too much. And it was just something fun that we did. And I've never seen it anywhere before. And was so excited to do it. I've never seen it. I have tons of kosher cookbooks. I I, I collect kosher cookbooks. Even with all the blogs out there and the websites, still there's nothing like Shabbos Afternoon kicking back with a new cookbook. Um, And I see the corn wrap snapper. 
Um, it's on page 53. The picture speaks for itself. Yeah, it's like, it, it was like really a good. Boat, a corn, corn <laughs> exactly. husk boat with, tied with what kind of string? Twine? Kitchen twine. Like yeah. what you would twine a turkey or a, yeah, exactly. or, or a chicken with. Um, and just this piece of fish with some nice shallots on top sitting in a sauce. Looks fabulous. So yeah. is that readily and easily available, this kind so of thing? So that's, yeah, corn husks. I mean, when you're peeling your corn in the summer, which is the ultimate summer food. Oh, fantastic. Um, save it instead of throwing it out and use it to wrap the fish. So that's what we wanted to do something, you could say, gourmet and different. But it's not hard, and it's something that's easily accessible to everyone. Have you tried every recipe? Every you? recipe. Oh, my God. Chef, we we, all, we do it at the photo shoot. We do every single one. So, so this is not just... A photo shoot that gets dumped because you you've no. tricked us into making There's something like, beautiful. People always ask this us, yeah, right. for sure. Like, people always is... say like, "What do you do fake to make it look good?" There's nothing. You could ask the food stylist. Who she has like food? her Who's name your... is Chaya Friedman, and she's really incredible. Chaya, you are yeah. amazing. You got to come in. With Shout out to Chaya. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's all real food, <laughs> and we all like get to eat it and share it with everyone. And our kale salad was also incredible. Yeah, you know, it looks you know on page fifty one, it looks fabulous, and kale. Isn't that one of the like the hottest it's, things? Yeah, kale chips. It really Everyone's is. talking kale chips or juicing kale or kale. Yeah, I like, mean, good luck juicing kale, but like two tablespoons come out. Right, right, <laughs> right. So it's very, um, it's very tough, right? Yeah, it's tough, but you, we have this amazing vinaigrette, and you let it sit for like 20 minutes, and it's amazing salad. Everyone enjoyed it. Okay, well, I look forward yeah. to you know coming home from camp because. I'm being fed in camp, which is really nice. Um, you, you can't, you, like I say about camp, you work hard, you play hard, right. you know. So you get your laundry done and you get your food done. So that's really nice. But um, I look forward to actually coming home and being in my own kitchen. Yeah, it's fun. So wow, it's it's really just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and you've got some desserts and you've got some cocktails in there and some wines. You have a section about in the cellar and you've got my favorite one in there, that pa- one of the passion fruit Oh, wine. it's awesome. It's Marat, an awesome wine. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Very that's cold. That's amazing. Yeah. When we wrote about wine temperatures. Perfect for summer. How to keep the right temperature for wines. And what is that? What? Can, can you share that? What, what, what's, what should wine be? Well, different wines, oh, different, uh, different wine wines have, require different temperatures. Right, so I guess people will pick so, it up and do the... Yeah, so Gary reading. Landsman shared with us sure. his tips. Okay, on the perfect great. temperature for wines. And, and you've just, it's got, it's full. Yeah, Jew in the City, we interviewed her. Oh. We have her story. Right. So it's really, really full, like you said. Yeah, it's full of different things besides food. It's tips, techniques, travel, um, you know, the right cooking process. Yeah, and we're starting it. this cocktail section. Yeah, I like that. I love cocktails. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'll have to share one with you. Oh, okay. Uh, for one of the next uh, editions, the Bora Bora Brew. Sounds fun. Yeah, my, ki- my kids actually had that a couple of years ago. It's, um, but we made it. Without the alcohol. Yeah, all alcohol, alcohol. All cocktails can be done without, without alcohol. Mocktails, mocktails. Yeah, and they're so, delicious too. Right, and you can serve them in like jam jars. What do you call them? Oh, fun. Jam yeah, jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, like the bell jars. The, the bell jars, yeah. all kinds of cool things. The ma- they're jars. called mason jars. Mason jars. Mason jars. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and I like the grilled bananas. Plantains. plantains. I know, I always mix up bananas and plantains. Well, yeah, it's a little starchier, so it lends itself to a more savory preparation. Okay. And it holds its shape. It doesn't fall apart. Like if like you would a grill a banana, banana, it gets like mushy. You know what we did in camp? So we had July 4th uh, barbecue. We, for some reason, we had all these tons of apples left over from what the kids peeled for when they made their own apple pies. Um, so we put some a little sugar and a little cinnamon. And we soaked them a little bit so it makes itself uh, – it has a little bit of juice yeah. that will leak out. And we put that on the grill. Oh, wow. After we had cooked the meat. So it had a little bit of the kick of the um, uh, uh, marinade. Right. Like the spicy marinades we had on the steaks. And wow. we put the apples directly on the grill. Delicious. That's I never amazing. thought of having grilled apples. I've That's really cool. Plantains. I've done peaches. We've done pineapple. But apple is something new. Apple, yeah. yeah. I've made apple fritters before, but, but a plain apple. Wow. You only need a I think you can almost grill anything. What can't you grill? I, I know, don't know, right? I say you can grill anything and it can deep fry it. <laughs> <laughs> I have this big deep fryer in camp and the kids are always dying to deep fry. But some of the, you know, the married staff are like, why are you always deep frying? I'm like, because it's good. <laughs> so thank you, Shifra, so much. I hope that Thanks you can for stick around me. a little bit okay. because I'd love you to join in and chat with us. I've got Hannah Krause here. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How you doing? Good. Thank you for having me on your show. My, my pleasure. We traveled in together this morning. She's a fellow uh, local Long, Long Islander, and we were so excited to meet each other for the first time because we've been talking to each other a lot about her fabulous uh, 
product here that we're going to talk about um, in just a couple of minutes. So um, you are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are having a extra- extravaganza here um, talking about food and now we're going to talk about uh, our, our fabulous um, snack items. Um, just, it's called Pure Bites. I, ho- I hope you can all hear me. I moved away from the mic for a second. Uh, Pure Bites. Um, and we're going to hear from the owner, creator, developer, a young from lady from the Five Towns who just had this brilliant idea. And she's going to share how she came to this and, and what's out there. And it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so we're going to have her on in a couple of minutes. Um, so I just want to share with you some food announcements. Um, I want to thank Alain Kornblum for, uh, you know, every every day or every, you know, once a week, depends on, on what's going on at the time. He's always sharing with us. Um, he's the uh, owner of Great Kosher Restaurant Magazine. Um, he has a website and um, blog and emails, and, and he really keeps us up to date with um, – with what's going on in the food news. You know, the nine days is behind us, but I remember in the middle of the nine days I was in camp and I got this email with restaurants with their menus of where to go to eat from all over the country, Chicago, Florida, New York, California, with the menu. So I know that my poor husband who was at home could go onto, you know, uh, the website and find out where he could go to grab himself some supper. So Thank you very, very much, Alan, from Great Kosher Restaurant Magazine um, for sharing things with us. I just want to um, share some information that he has shared with all the uh, people on his email list, but I wanted to share with him with my listener. Listeners, so you know that I, when I uh, got tongue-tied there for a second, I was in Orlando a few months ago and I went to the kosher food truck and I loved it. So, you know, I was like, why isn't there one in New York? Well, now, guess what? There's one in New York. It's on 46th Street and 2nd Avenue. So that's really exciting. Um, they have, they're a kosher burger truck. I thought that was so nice and cool. Like kosher food, uh, non-kosher food trucks are, trucks are all over the place. Now we've got one just for us. So I thought that was really exciting. I look forward to uh, definitely hitting that up very soon. Um, Tinex getting a new Mexican restaurant. Uh, Lakewood, it's called Lakewood 1880 Deli, Deli and Restaurant. Um, if you want, actually, they have a discount Uh 20% off. If you go to a G, a Great Kosher Restaurant Magazine website, you can print out a coupon for that. Baltimore's getting a new restaurant, Easter La Vista, Middle Eastern Cuisine, always good. Um, and Surfside, Florida, it's getting Ike's Diner, dairy, uh, omelettes, pancakes, French toast, paninis, pizza, pasta, yum, yum, yum. So uh, we got some uh, very nice uh, new restaurants opening up. Uh, around the country. I got a quick kosher food challenge, and maybe, Shifra, you've heard of this, a cronut. I did hear about it. They are the latest craze in bakery products. There are lines around the corner down this It's like a specific bakery in New York City. Right. So not too far, probably, from the Snachum Siegel studio. (laughs) Um, So um, I want to get a recipe. Can we put a challenge out there for people? That would be really cool. For Hanukkah. For Hanukkah. A cronut. a cronut is a croissant it's a and a donut. Croissant. croissant, donut, together. Together, yeah. So I would love to – I want to eat one, and it looks <laughs> a little complicated for me to make because I have been researching this for weeks. Um, I've heard of a scona, which is a scone and a donut. Right. I think I'm okay I think on because it. croissant is so hard to make. Right, Who makes croissants, it's you know? Layers, yeah. You know, Costco makes a butter one. Oh. Basil makes a really good one too, but I maybe I could ask them. I'm going to ask Sapienza. Maybe they Who's can Sapienza? make one. Oh, my gosh. Great question. We had Paul Sapienza here. He's a bakery. Oh, you did mention it recently. Yeah. Yes, I remember. He's a bakery out in Elmont, Long Island. Oh, okay. Um, he's a good person to ask. Yeah, and he, he's uh, he's Italian. Yeah. His family's Italian, and they said decided to make their bakery kosher. So it's really only, you know, dairy bakery out there that's kosher under the, I believe, the Chavkei. Okay. So wow. um, maybe we should ask him. But if anyone totally. has a recipe or a restaurant that knows of a... Uh, a um a cronut, please let me know Naomi at nachumsegel.com. I will share it with Shifra yeah. from Joy of Kosher. You could also email me Shifra at joyofkosher.com. Yeah, we want to hear yeah, about totally. this because we like to keep up with totally. food trends around <laughs> around uh, the rest of the country. So um, speaking about food trends and yummy things to eat, I've got Hannah Krause here. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Can you can can we hear? We're good. How are you doing? Good. Thank okay. you. Okay. 
So uh, we traveled in together. We were schmoozing about your fabulous product. Now I want to share with everyone out there what what uh, Pure Bites is all about. Well, Pure Bites is a multi-green pop cake. Right now it's available in original and whole wheat. It's basically a popped cake made out of whole grains, and it basically gives you the crunch of a cracker without the carbs. Low-calorie, low-carb. Oh, I like that. Low-calorie, low-carb, and it's crunchy. Yeah, it's great for people who are on low-carb, high-protein diets. Um, so we should all be on. <laughs> well, often they need, um, you know, they, they, they want to have a lot of tuna salad for lunch or eggs for breakfast, but they want to have something to layer it on. And this is a way that they could put it on some sort of cracker, but without, but with maintaining their diet. Oh, very nice. So, so um, how did you come to creating this? Because you know, it's such. A, you know, I wish I could show people the product. It's um, it's like a. I'm trying to describe it so people can see. It's like it looks like a giant cracker, right? Mm-hmm. Would, would yeah. You, could I say that? It's thin, like a quarter of an inch. It's about a quarter of an inch thin. Yeah, like a large disc. A large disc. That's how you would say it. Um, can I say that it looks like a rice cake, but it doesn't really? It's, um, it's a different texture. It has a different texture, but it's crunchy and it's very light. Very right? light. So, you know, you have so many different recipes you can use this in. Um, she was saying before that you can have a tuna, put it on the tuna on the, uh, like a tuna sandwich, right? Yeah, actually on my website we have a little recipe tab which has various recipes and ways to eat it. What's great about this product is you could eat it in your meal or as a snack or dessert, whether you want to have it with tuna salad for lunch, egg salad, um, hummus on it, uh, or you could break it up and put it in a salad and use it as croutons. You could put it, use love, it instead of a cone with ice cream. I love that. I, oh, my gosh. Okay, I was going to say I like it in a I love crunching my salad, but it's so fattening. You know, it's, sometimes you have, it's, it's bagel and you have to wash and bench on the crouton that's a bagel. Well, that's what we do. Um, but to, to have something that's not a chip or, I mean, I love terra chips in my, terra chip sticks in my salad. I'm always crumbling them in. But it's a little, you know, caloric. So it's nice to know that I can have this. Yeah, you could even use it as, as um, instead of a tortilla chip, you could use it with salsa also. Right. I, I, and, and the ice cream thing, I'm sorry, I meant to go back to that. So it, it pairs nicely with the ice cream? Yeah, you could use it instead of a cone, you know, as, a, as like a dessert dish. And you just put some ice cream on top and you could drizzle, you know, chocolate right. syrup and your and favorite toppings. And this is toppings. like, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's a plate, but it's, it's a lot, you know, large enough that you could actually use it as a plate. Yeah, that's very interesting that you say that because actually Kulanu was interested in purchasing it to use, you know, it's, Kulanu is a school for children with special needs. And, um, you know, some kids have some coordination, you know, difficulty or um, sensory. And this is a way that it's like an edible plate for their children that they could just put the food directly on the plate. And they asked you to put, you know, uh Put this together for them. Well, they, well, we actually. I. How did you I come? Rec- okay, so I recently exhibited at the Fancy Food Show in Manhattan. Oh, Just, all right. We'll have to come back to that because I missed that. <laughs> so um, they were actually one of the, you know, they were walking the show and they stopped by the booth and they said, "Oh, this would be great for us. You know, where can we get this?" That's fantastic. I love that idea. I'm like all these dessert ideas, Schiffer, right? Oh, oh, it's really amazing. I mean, I was at the Fancy Food Show. And um, it was one of the products that that stuck out in my head. I was so impressed with it. Right. I remember walking around. I was like, wow, this is really awesome. Yeah, we had the machines there. Yeah, the machines. Uh, to see the process and to see how it's made, it was so incredible. Okay, yeah, we had the machines popping them fresh. Okay, let's talk about that. What does that mean, machines popping them? Try well, to describe. Okay, so let me describe how it's made. Basically, we have um, some whole grains, whether, you know, as you see, it's made out of wheat, rice, and corn, uh-huh. and um, basically, it's those grains are made into little pellets. We have the pellets put into these machines, and the machines operate on high, high pressure and heat. And through that method, it actually pops out a cake. And you could actually, you could go to my website or my fan page, Pure Bite Snacks, and you could actually see it popping out. Pure Bites. Spell it out. Let's spell it. Pure, P-U-R-E-B-I-T-E-S dot com. Pure Bites Snacks. Pure Bite, B-I-T-E-S. S-N-A-C-K-S. And so it's two S's or one S? Two S's. Pure Bites Snacks dot com. Okay. And you can actually see it coming out of the machine. You could actually see it coming out of the machine, and it's also on our fan page, Pure Bites Snacks. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, we definitely should check that out because it's yeah, it's worth checking out. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm so sad I missed the, the the show. What else was there that that you? Oh, liked? there were so many interesting booths. I mean, that that's exactly how I came to this because right. yes, please. <laughs> well, basically, I love going to different gourmet shops, or I've gone to many different food shows, and I love seeing how you could have so many different countries come together with all their unique products that are you know that that they bring with them from their culture and and it's just a wonderful way for everybody to share their culture and their foods and everybody that's what we all have in common we all love to eat right and um and basically this is it was just such a great opportunity to see all different kinds of foods and i i noticed this a while ago in the not kosher market um some there were some brands out there but none of them were kosher and this is really korean kind of food and Korean kind of food. Yeah, this okay. is, well, you know, if you go to Korea, this is the most popular snack there that they eat. Really? Is, is yes. that like potato chips for them? Yes, they eat it as a snack. Maybe that's why um, Koreans maybe are not so <laughs> <laughs> They're very thin, yeah. They're very thin because <laughs> they snack on this. They, they're eating this and not deep fried Pringles, potato <laughs> chips and, you know. Right, so, well, I did my research and I said this would be a great, a great item to bring to the kosher market. I actually ran it by... Howie Clagsburn. He oh, was here a couple weeks oh, ago, and that's how we got in fan. touch. Yeah, yeah. how how we met uh, mine and Hannah Shida. <laughs> exactly. He spoke about pre rights on his on the show, and um, and um, he was like, "This is a great item. You should bring, you know." And I did just that, and here we are. It's amazing, and it, you know, like, how did you like? You have this idea in your head, right? Like I always say, like, I got this idea in my head. How to Bring it to fruition is a whole other story. You have to make it kosher. You want to make it kosher because, you know, you're from and you want to make a pro- – if you're going to make something, you're going to make it kosher. And, and, and packaging and marketing and there's so much involved. I know like Shifra, her magazine, right? I, I've had many ideas in my head over the years. And let's do it like years ago. How to make a kosher magazine, a booklet, something. Right. And just to, to have an idea in your brain, you know, I always talk about J.K. Rowling. She had all these characters in her head, right? And then now you can go to, like, Orlando and the whole theme park has come out of her head. Like, the same kind of thing. Like, you had this brilliant idea, you with your magazine and um, Hannah with her Pure Bites. You know, h- how did you get this, you know, from your brain to the shelf? Um, <laughs> right? That's well really, said. I like that. Right? <laughs> that's if a very that, good question. I'm sure it wasn't a short process either. Exactly. No. Okay, so wasn't it, it wasn't a short process. Um, all I could say is a lot of hard work and determination, you know, and, and you learn, you learn as you go along, you know, um, you're right. It was between the packaging, branding, logo, um, barcodes, nutrition facts, cases, marketing, distribution. Um, there's so much that goes into it. And, um, I don't think I could have done it without, um, a great team. Um, I have you, have... you got a team. She's got a team. Everybody <laughs> needs a team, right? You need a team. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, anyone who has a product, there, you know, there's so many different steps from developing it. Let You know, look, you see the product in front of you, but how do you get it to the stores? So I have, and also kosher. I actually worked backwards with the product because I knew that, I know that there's so many different types of Jewish people and not everybody agrees on the same kosher certification. Oh, really? No yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't know. I have to say, I noticed that you have probably almost every certification, which well, is great for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, so I actually, point. I actually worked backwards. Okay. I, what do you I, mean by that? Well, I researched for this kind of a product, what would be a kosher certification that I knew everybody would eat. So um, I ended up with New Square Kashras and they've been the most wonderful agency to work with. So nice to hear. It is. I mean, I was a little bit nervous, you know, a girl working with the Hasidish certification company. Right. And I, I mean, all hours of the day, night, you know, I do this work, you know, this product, I do work with um, Korea and, you know, there's a time difference, language barrier. They've been, they bent over backwards of, of, with, um, interpreters. I remember we once had a conference call really late at night when, you know, the rabbi had to light, you know, Hanukkah candles and right. he, he just, you know, bent over backwards to, you know, make sure this comes to fruition. And, and like I said, you know, even once you have a product developed and it's all ready, you need a great, um, distributor. Right. And, and I'm and very, very grateful to, um, 
to be working with, I feel, one of the best distributors out there, the biggest kosher, um, the largest kosher distribution company, Kenover Marketing. Um, as you know, they have their own their own brands, right. Gafen, Kadem, Black Shibolim, so wow, many. So they've got they're the big time. Yeah, you know, you and, are with the big time guys. Well, I'm very fortunate and very lucky. I was actually that means uh, your product must be good. They're standing behind you, like they're willing to distribute. Yeah, that was it. Was very encouraging that they wanted to take it on, and they were very they're very excited to be um, distributing it and working with me. And I'm very grateful and fortunate to be working with them. Um, Actually, I was a little bit nervous working with the biggest kosher distribution company who has thousands of their own SKUs. But yet, even though they're working with so many different, so many different products, um, I always tell I always tell them um, that you know I feel like I'm their only customer. That's they give really me, nice. That's they, really nice to hear. It's amazing. They give me so much time, and and you know I'm just so lucky to be working with people. Wonderful people who are so successful. They they mentor me, guide me, and you know it's always you know I have people advising me from the best, and it's just it's really I'm really very lucky that 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 it's like I feel like I'm their only customer. Right. And you are so young. I wish <laughs> I would see you. She's so young and she's so creative that she took an idea we said from her head and she got it going, and it's absolutely fantastic. That- Thank you. Well, I, I think everybody could benefit from it, and everybody will enjoy it. It's it's only 16 calories, four grams four grams of carbohydrates, and we there are no artificial Can preservatives. We just say zero fat, zero, zero fat, fat, zero right. saturated fat, zero trans fats, zero cholesterol. Woo-hoo. No sugar added. No sugar. Zero sugar. Yeah. No artificial preservatives. No added sugar. No cholesterol. All the ingredients are non-genetically modified. Oh, what they call that GMO? GMO. Wait, didn't you tell me the corn's yeah. from Australia? Yeah, the corn's from no, Australia. No GMO corn, exactly. Right? Low sodium, no trans fat. It's great for people who are diabetics, people trying to lose weight. I have people calling me, telling me that they couldn't have lost weight without this product because they needed to be biting into something, but they they're on a high protein diet, and this has helped them do that. We're also developing new flavors. Um, mm. Yeah, there's actually right now we have original and whole wheat, and um, shortly we'll be out with Maui onion. Oh, so. right! Wow, sounds good. I know, right? <laughs> Chef, you know where we're going next. We're going to open these up in a totally. couple of minutes to try them. So, can I just compare the dietary fibers? Does, sure. Does the, do they have dietary fiber? They don't, but they have one gram of protein. Okay, so that's great. So that can really, really hold you over, and especially put some protein on this, like tuna. Yeah. Or they're parv, right? So you can put parv. You can have throw it in chicken salad, you know, lettuce, anything, any kind of delicious. Yeah, I've protein. been, I've I'm been gonna getting. Put, I'm going to crack an omelet. Um, I love sunny side up eggs. Mm. I would put that in a fry pan and then just throw it over this. Oh, that's perfect. Little maybe what do they call Huvera's ranches? What do you call it? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Let's not start with pronunciations. I don't um, want to get it wrong. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the worst one at that. I can't even say Caribbean like an American. Um, but you know the Mexican, the Spanish with the beans and the right. wrap and the egg in it. So you could totally do that on this. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, I am. I'm going to take these back to camp with me. Oh, great. <laughs> We've actually been getting um, a lot of feedback, very positive feedback, and some people have been asking for a gluten-free version. So yeah, we spoke buzzword, about that. Buzzword, <laughs> gluten-free. People are ta- choosing to go off gluten. Yeah. So we're, we're actually working on developing that. But, you know, as you saw, the machines are very yeah. sensitive, and, and it takes a lot of um, testing, but we're working on okay. it, and hopefully one day. We look forward to that uh, coming out because I know more and more people are becoming gluten-free. You know, some for health because they have to um, because they've got, you know, major like uh, Crohn's or um, what's the other one? There's another one, um, celiac, Celiac. where they have to. But some people are just choosing to it because they're feeling better. Yeah. Um, Many of my friends have gone um, gluten and uh, lactose. Lactose. Lactose-free, dairy-free. And I'm like, wow, I, I, I... I would like to. In theory, I'm just scared. I can't give up the food group, right? So, uh, but I, I know that it's it's something out there. So, uh, thank you so much for sharing this. Oh, thank fantastic you. information with us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And we, you have to, you're going to have to come back and keep us updated on your product. And if you have more products coming out, you know, it seems like you've got great great first idea, and we look forward to hearing many many more great things with you.
Um, so thank you very much uh, for coming in. Shifra, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Um, I look forward to the next edition. <laughs> When's that going to be? The next edition is coming out mid-August. Oh, right. It's the Yom edition. Right, Yom edition. You didn't have much of a break there. No, no break. No break because, you know, it's really soon. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. And okay. that's part one of the pot series also. Okay, so I really look forward to hearing that. You know, people ask me all the time what... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded funny. <laughs> People always ask me what kind of pots I use. Right. Um, so I use Calphalon at home. Um, yeah, I, I got it at a sale at Macy's right. uh, 10 years ago. Um, so uh, i like to hear more about what, what's out there. So pick up your local, um, your, at your local supermarket or bookstore, um, the latest edition of Joy of Kosher, um, summer 2013. So, and then we look forward to the next one. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, I've got on the phone with me David Wallace. David Wallace is the CEO of Eddie's Travelers. And we're in summertime. We're talking about summer travels. We've still got plenty of time. Shabbos Nachamos just now, but we've still got all of August to get through uh, and to plan some family vacation time, as well as Yontif time vacation planning and like Rosh Hashanah Sukkot. And then, of course, I'm always thinking about winter break. Right after camp, I think about winter break. So it's never too early to talk to David Wallace. Hi, David. Are you there? I am, Naomi. How are you? Good. How are you? Fellow Aussie. Hello, Aussie Gourmet. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I know it's Erev Shabbos, but, you know, uh, you've you got a few more hours to go on these long, hot Shabbatot in Israel, right? Indeed, indeed. And Always I'm, time for you, Naomi. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I believe you've moved. We have, thank God. We've moved to, uh, they say, one of the most beautiful communities in Israel. Absolutely. In community, which you know very well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Got lots of friends there. Big shout out to that's my it. friends, Jennifer and Michael Stern, and all the friends on Rechov Hadagan. That's it. That's it. I'll send them your regard. Absolutely. I'm so jealous. My daughter is actually in Israel right now. She's on the Michlelet NCSY program. Beautiful. Yeah, she's loving it. Unbelievable program. I would offer you for her to come to me for Shabbos, but I'm sure the program is chock-a-block. Chock-a-block, mate. Chock-a-block. If you want a break, you're more than welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. So you are busy this time of the year. (laughs) This is the season. Tis the season, as they say. Yeah. Usually Tisha Bob's behind us. Yeah. And we have the uh, Benaz Manim, as is known in the uh, Yeshiva world and and all over. Yeah, my friend's son's. Yeah, sorry, yeah. my friends' sons that were learning in Israel last year that are back for the summer all have to go right back to Israel because Ben Azmanim is starting like August 6th or something, right, coming right. up. Yeah, well, Rosh Hashanah is early this year, but there's still, there's still a good three weeks now of summer. And uh, as, as we were saying, this is the time for people to uh, get out there and discover the world, really, if, if uh, you know, they're looking for a good vacation. Okay, and, um, what can Americans do from here you know, that's to join your travel group if they're not in Israel? Like, what have you got planned for? Well, look, it depends what people are looking for. If they're looking for some really off-the-beaten-path adventure, yeah. you're going to have to leave the big U.S. of A. Oh, uh, okay. I think we can do that. <laughs> okay, so, go. So well, where in the world can we go? Well, you can choose anything from Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Tuscany, China, Ireland, Ecuador and Peru, India, Nepal, the Black Sea, Iceland, Japan, Canadian Rockies. That's just the land Okay, tour. Canadian Rockies is not so far away from us. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's probably the closest you could actually go. Okay. And then combine that with a cruise to Alaska from Seattle, which we have oh, that's also. that's a great idea. And Alaska, I'm dying to go on an Alaskan cruise. I heard they're amazing. You've never been there? I have not been there. Not yet. Oh, my. Alaska is one of the wonders of the world. You okay. see God's presence just walking out on the top deck waking up in the morning, taking a view, seeing the whales swim by, the ice glaciers. It is, it is just something It's etched in one's mind if they've been there, etched in your memory. Forever. Yeah, I heard, it's, I heard it's unbelievable. And the best part, besides seeing all the wonders of Hashem has created for us, we have the wonders that Hashem has created for us in your kitchen. Let's talk about the food on these cruises. Sure. Well, people, we always joke with the people and we tell them that they can bring as much luggage but at the end of the day, we're not going to charge them if they put on weight from all the food that they've eaten. <laughs> right, just bring so, a pair of tracksuit pants so you're expanding exactly, waistlines. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, because there is so much food, basically. You know, uh, Jews and their food, and uh, they, they, they don't want to leave the, the comforts of knowing that uh, 
you know, even if they're in the Woodmere, the Five Towns, and they've got the kosher restaurant here, we bring the restaurant to them on the ship. Five-star, gourmet, freshly prepared chefs, top-quality chefs from... from uh, and this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All, it's all part of the package deal. You don't pay for food sure, separately. Sure. You, you and, pay and for the cruise. And a, and a midnight uh, buffet tea and, <laughs> and <laughs> afternoon tea, just in case. Oh, that sounds unbelievable. And all these cruises that you've got, it's not only cruises. Let's move away from cruises. Like you said, land land tours. What's that? The land tour means that, that we, we, the group meets in a in the city of departure of destination. So let's, let's Give me one, one example. example. Let's take Ireland, okay? Ireland? Leaving, leaving in four days' time, July 23rd, okay? Next Tuesday, the group meets. In Dublin. So you make your own airport. way to Dublin. You can go there on points, right? Yeah. Make, make, make your, your own way, way to there. Dublin. Meet, meet our guide with our tour leader, and off you go on a eight-day tour covering the entire island. And basically we've taken everything. As well, we have the Jewish heritage experience of part of it, plus the general culture of the, of the, of the city and the, and the country and all the nature and you've got a comprehensive tour with all your food needs, all your kashrut needs taken care of, a million three times a day. And do you eat Off local? You and it's local cuisine as well? Like, I, you know, I would, Where, if I was going to go to Italy, I don't want to eat falafel. For sure. I want to eat 100% pasta. Right. Same. 100%. We'll take our Tuscany tour, for instance. You know, we stay in a hotel where our own chefs is, are influenced by local culture, local cuisine. The chef will go out to the local market, buy the most freshest fruit, vegetables, fish, anything that's possible within the, the uh, alachot of kashrut and produce the most amazing menus that are possible. That's so it. that people do get the local flavor. That's exactly the idea. Okay, unbelievable. So that's really something that you really want to think about, you know, if you haven't made any imminent summer plans and you know some people just aren't sure what to do not sure the schedule things free up in the summertime now's the time to um to book in some of your uh, summer vacation plans or you know hop them in now um now you've also got some stuff i remember i had you on a couple months ago um we were talking about what's coming up the yontif and what you've got planned for yontif in israel sure so um of course uh, being that rosh Hashanah this year is a three-day hug in Israel, in Israel, like, that's, I mean, that's yeah, hard, right? Hey, for you, by guys. you guys, that's regular. You know, yeah. two days, Yontov Shani. In Israel, it's like uh, the country's going to war, God forbid. And people <laughs> sure, right. get all nervous and they're going to buy up. So, an alternative is to actually provide a, a high Yontov atmosphere <clears throat> in our Israel hotels. The main program we have this year is at the David Citadel in Yerushalayim. Mm. And what we've done that is really unique, especially for, for people coming from overseas is a joint venture with the Great Synagogue, Jerusalem Great Synagogue, where basically if you if you buy a package of the David Citadel through us, then you get a very highly discounted price seat in the shul at the Great Synagogue to enjoy the beautiful choir and, and uh, ambiance and, uh, of the Yamin Noraim, particularly three days Rosh Hashanah. You'll have a place. You'll be welcomed by the management there. And that's something, you know, added value that we're always looking as Eddie's Travel to uh, to the hotel experience, some added value there as well. But certainly, you know, going away for three days or not having to cook for three days straight, I'm sure many of your listeners could identify with that right. if and where it's possible. I believe there are programs in America as well. Yeah, I think Shana, I, right? I, I believe so also. But, you know, like a lot of people do go to Israel for Yontif, and this yep. year, you know, you could probably go for Rosh Hashanah and through Sukkot, everything's so early, you can get a nice, um, you know, Correct. nice and then, and then four then weeks in Israel and not have to worry. Do you have... Uh, Sukkot programs? Exactly, yeah. yeah. We do have Sukkot programs. Um, after we've absorbed the holiness of Jerusalem, a lot of people want to go down towards the beach or the center of the country, so we're offering two programs this year for Sukkot. We have it at the Ramada Natanya Hotel, which is a brand-new hotel on the beach boardwalk area. They call it the Riviera, Riviera of Israel. Yes. Uh, beautiful spot. Every room is a suite. The food there is amazing. And then as an alternative... Even a more upmarket place, we have the Danakadja Hotel. At each program, we're running a full scholarly residence program. As we know, the Pesach program is similar. Uh, we're running that for Sukkot this year. Okay, so, you know, a lot of people's summer plans are just maybe coming together now that the, the people that who like to get a late start, but the people who like to get an early start, 
on Sukkot and are booking their tickets now for for the for uh, Israel uh, for Sukkot. Um, you know, this is a great combo to do. Is you know, book your tickets, go to David Wallace's uh, uh, programs. It's called Eddie's Travelers, right? No, the website is koshertravelers.com. www.koshertravelers.com. Then shoot me an email. Mention that you heard me on your great show, Naomi, and we'll be sure to look after your clients, whether with an early bird discount or some sort of uh, a uh, special incentive. If they mention the Naomi Nachman show, how's that? Okay, table for two. So if you are planning to go to Israel and you need a hotel and you you know you're not staying with family and you're just going to Israel to enjoy and relax the quad in the in the Holy Land and you mention uh, to uh, David Wallace when you send him an email that you heard about it on Table for Two, he will give you a, some sort of a special package, which we're really excited. Thank you so much. It was a nice surprise for us. Naomi, I'm, I'll throw more in. Okay. Anyone who responds from the program to one of the summer cruises or tours coming up in the next couple of weeks, again, I will look after them with a special incentive from the Gourmet for Two show. How's that? Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on and sharing it with us. I would love to come myself. Um, but we uh, we have no, we got to go to Israel already twice You're this year. You're coming to me for Pesach. I've booked your room already. Oh, Naomi. fantastic, you know fantastic! Just we'll need... maybe just do a little bit of a cooking show on the side, and hey, there you are. Fantastic! Sounds absolutely fantastic. Okay, and then we got to like hop in. You got winter break. We got to talk about winter break, but we're going to have you on after Yontif. Uh, to talk about for upcoming sure. winter breaks because we're running out of time here on Table for Two. So thank and you for joining enjoy us. Your thank it you. Fantastic to speak to you as L- usual. Likewise, and stay cool. I know it's super hot in Israel right now. And Shabbat Shalom to all your listeners. Hey? Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. Regards to all the family. The thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh well, David Wallace, Table for Two <laughs> on Table for Two, uh, sharing uh, with us all the kosher traveling that you can do, made so easy. So uh, that's something for us all to think about. So um, let's talk about um, what's for dinner, my what's for dinner segment. Um, Very exciting um, things that have been going on in my life. You know, my kids always asking me, you know, I always talk about my daughter Eliana who who, uh, every day at 4 o'clock sends me a text. Now, over the summer, she is not sending me a text because she is on that fabulous uh, program uh, in Israel with uh, Michlele, and she is having the uh, the time of her life, and she's they're actually staying in the Reishit dorms um, in Israel, um, in Beit Shemesh, and she is loving it. Um, and she said the food is incredible. She's my, out of all my kids, she's a little bit of my pickiest eater. Um, so she's enjoying the food so much. So, you know, I said, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, meal there? So she said matbucha, uh, not matbucha, um, shakshuka. So I'm like, okay, so. You know, uh, we need an easy recipe for shakshuka. Um, so uh, I'm going to share mine with you on my blog. It's kind of like just really easy onions and a can of, um, what do you call it? Crushed tomatoes, diced tomatoes, saute that all up, throw in tons of cilantro, a little bit of cayenne pepper salt, and just saute all that up until it reduces down everything all together. I know it is not the most traditional matbucha recipe, but it's really delicious. And what I do is once it's reduced down and it's gotten a little bit thicker, um, I take some off. And I, I try to make that part parv so I can have some for Shabbat. So I have this big parv of frying pan. And then I take some off and I put it in a smaller pan and then I crack some eggs into it. So that's my version of matbucha. Um, and I cook it till the eggs are cooked through, and then I have it with toast. But now I don't need to have it with toast. That means no washing or benching was not a bad thing because it's always good to wash and bench. But um, I, I have uh, pure bites with me, so I've just get thrown out there a pure bite, a recipe that you can use on your pure bites. Matbucha, you can even buy your own. Um, Hannah, right? You could buy your own store-bought matbucha. Uh, throw in an egg and throw the whole thing on top of the. Uh, Peel Bites Multi-Grain Pop Cakes. Oh, thank you. That sounds like a great recipe. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And, and my, my, my daughter really loves shakshuka. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll post your recipe to, the, to our page. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on my blog. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll oh, share information to it from each other. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's really um, a delicious. So, and it also makes, you know, a light, a light uh, supper. Also, if you're looking for a light summer, you're hot. I know I, my appetite actually diminishes. Can you believe my appetite would diminish? <laughs> Nobody ever think that would happen. Um, so uh, that's a really nice recipe uh, to uh, keep the calories uh, 
uh, low and uh, light and everything. So uh, I just want to thank you very much for coming in. Um, This has been a great edition for Shabbat Nachamu on Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. There's going to be music, real music, going all the way up to Lichbenching. Um, So I hope you'll tune in and listen. If you missed our shows, you can watch it. Uh, on the web. Uh, if you missed our supersized show, you can watch it on the video archives on nachamsegel.com or on your app on your iPhone. Thank you so much. Shabbat shalom. Have a great summer. See you in two weeks.